0: What is up everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks Podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go! Joining us today, all the way from Lithuania, is a guest who's here to change the fitness industry through technology. He has wide experiences in technology, including software engineering and artificial intelligence, while he's also led different teams and co-founded a very popular platform on Lithuania called FitBestU, which is a very interesting social fitness app. Today, he's focusing his energies on his latest venture, FitI.AI, where he is the co-founder and CEO. FitAI provides a virtual trainer that gives real-time feedback to the user on his training, which fitness platforms can integrate into multiple online fitness platforms. My pleasure to introduce to the show Darius Butkevichus. Did I pronounce that right, Darius? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a hard name, but, man, welcome to the show. Um, it's great to have you here. How are you, Darius?
1: Um, it's great. It's actually great to be on this show. Uh, thanks for inviting me. And, uh, well, l- let's go, actually.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. My, my, my. The way I start episodes, that I ask quickly, ask you an icebreaker, you know, to get you to speak and see, you know, how are you thinking today. So my icebreaker for you, Darius, is that I want to ask you, what is your favorite city in the world?
1: Um. Well, uh, I actually want to be pretty boring here, <laughs> and uh, want to advert- advertise my home city, Vilnius. <laughs> um. Well. Basically, everyone uh, who plans uh, to to visit a new city, uh, choose Vilnius. Uh, You won't regret. Uh, Vilnius actually has uh, the prettiest and the oldest uh, old town. And uh, you can just get absolutely lost there.
0: (laughs) You're doing a good job for your city and your culture. I respect that and I appreciate that everyone should visit Vilnius. Um, (laughs) Darius, man, how about you tell us a little bit about you, what are some of the highlights of your career, what are things that I didn't mention about you that we need to know about you. Um, Maybe you want to share with us what drives you, what makes you special, what makes you unique. Just share with us a couple of ideas of of who you are and tell us more about you.
1: Um, Yeah, so actually I'm uh, I'm involved in technology already for uh, eight uh, plus years. Um, So, I started first uh, with uh, just general software uh, development, Uh, then I shifted more uh, towards artificial intelligence and uh, led actually a couple of of teams uh, with with some projects uh, focusing on artificial intelligence. And as well, from the very early stage, uh, I was, uh, well, very interested in sports as well. So... uh, well, I have actually third queue in karate, so practiced karate for ten years. Practiced uh, swimming professionally for ten years as well. Um, yeah, so probably that those two things are now merged with our, with my past ventures and also current ventures with FitPass and FitAI. Basically, I'm using there all, all of uh, my passion in in sports fitness and in technology artificial intelligence software development
0: and when exactly did you develop a passion maybe for business like the business side the venture side the whole uh building projects that could monetize or that actually could become businesses like was there a specific point that you you got you interested or it was just naturally you got attracted to it or how exactly did you became like a businessman of the technology and, and sports intersection? Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, that, that was probably a gradual shift. So uh, basically, at,
1: at the very beginning, I started as a software engineer. Then I moved to the engineering manager position uh, at, at my company. At that point of time, um, I started communicating more with business people. Um Well, started uh, basically my my involvement into business decisions as well at that point and uh, And then just, uh, well, gradually moved into my own ventures, basically, and, and started applying all that knowledge that I gained.
0: That's great. That's great, Darius. Let's talk now about um, the whole uh, fitness ecosystem, the whole, um, you know, the whole industry, as as it, it is going on right now, I recently wrote an article in my newsletter. Not sure if you if you saw it, uh, where I compared how traditional gyms and the whole connected fitness, you know, the whole Pelotons and mirrors and Tonos, uh, are here to you know compete against the the money of the people that want to you know be fit and and and. Practice and exercise and workout and everything, and then there's also the social fitness element, which is quite related to Feed Pass You, uh, the platform that you that you developed um, for Lithuania. You know to be able to access different studios and different gyms. So, how exactly do you look like? How exactly do you see the the differences between those three parts of uh, of the fitness industry? what what are what do you see as like the strengths of each one of them and which one are you most bullish around before we get into like the whole technology side i want to just get your your perspective on how the technology is looking like how is how has that changed you know tell tell me your thoughts around those three three elements and if you see any other element that i haven't mm-hmm. mentioned please go ahead
1: um, yeah, so for, uh, here, probably I, I see future as, as a hybrid fitness. Um, and uh, I think that, uh, well, uh, basically, people will, will mix uh, different experiences. So uh, uh, one, one or two days, uh, they can go to the gym, uh, then, uh, then, well, a few times uh, the same week, they can use as well online fitness. Uh, when, when they have less time during that day or uh, don't want uh, to, to commute to, to that place. So basically, that's that's probably the future is more like, like a hybrid here. Um, the probably important thing to mention here that all this uh, connected fitness movement, tempo, uh, peloton, and other players, those are actually driving innovation in, in the space. And, uh, well, I imagine that, uh, well, gyms, uh, social fitness won't go away for sure because uh, no one will substitute in-person communication, communities. Um, But uh, uh, they can actually drive those gyms uh, to innovate, to introduce uh, some maybe interactive uh, training equipment, uh, to introduce... uh, some interactive training rooms within those gyms that that might happen Uh, but in general i see uh, future as as hybrid approach and uh, actually both both uh, will have a market share uh, online and uh, as well in person uh, traditional
0: and i think that also i feel like traditional gyms will have to really leverage the activities that you cannot perform at home for instance you can't really have a swimming pool at home right there's no uh connected you know super small pool that moves around and you know it, that, that's not going to happen like that's that's probably very expensive and, and and it's not probably not practical or useful. So, for instance, pools are things that are going to be in gyms. Another example, for instance, bouldering walls—you know, for to climb walls—probably you're not going to see that in every every home or even household because those are things that you can't really uh, put in every household. So, I feel like traditional gyms will eventually shift to experiences. That you can't have at home as well, right? That you, I like what you mentioned, like in-person communication and training, and being with a coach and being, you know, coached by by a, an expert. That is very that is very very special and key, and 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 those activities like boxing rings and you know things, just things that you can't have at home. Those are going to be uh, p- potentially very very much overutilized and, and leveraged to to bring you out to gyms. But I like how you think about the whole um, hybrid system of how, you know, one day you might, you know, you know, ride your bike and your peloton at home, and then one other day you're going to go swimming, and then one other day you're going to, you know, attend a, a fitness class with your friends through these social fitness apps uh, like Feed Pass You. Um, so, I, I like that point a lot, Darius, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to see how uh, how FitAI, which I want you to talk about it now, is going to be there. So, how about you first explain us what is FitAI, how the idea came about, and what is it that you guys are currently doing in terms of like the product as of, as of now?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, basically, mo- moving from, from that first part. We, we also observed that uh, in general, online fitness experiences are, are still uh, lagging behind a little bit in-person fitness experiences because, well, in-person you can just uh, get uh, that trainer uh, and, and trainer will motivate you, will guide you, uh, provide some accountability, guidance. And with uh, online fitness, uh, it's still very often, yeah, if we look into those uh, Most popular platforms like, uh, let's say, well, Tempo, uh, the same Peloton guide that they will introduce in 2022, Uh, those provide tracking, but majority of platforms are still uh, one way communication platforms. So basically you just watch uh, online videos and uh, you try to repeat whatever it's there. And uh, well, we basically want to change that. We want to introduce two-way communication between users uh, and want to introduce actually possibility for a person uh, to have uh, a well trainer uh, whenever that person does uh, online fitness. The same way uh, as it is with in-person now. If you go to the gym, you can, you can get a trainer. Uh, he will help you, guide Uh, to not be alone with all the difficulties basically that online fitness brings. Well, in general fitness that brings, because, well, you can, uh, it it can lead to injuries. uh, uh, You can drop off and any other things. Basically Uh, those are uh, solely on, on, on you in case uh, you, you don't have any trainer, any guidance. So basically with fit AI, uh, both on our personal experience uh, during the outbreak of, of pandemics uh, with online fitness, and uh, based on, uh, well, my exposure into the fitness, uh, uh, well, uh, industry at that point, because uh, I was running already Um Well, uh, I came actually to the idea that uh, FitAI uh, needs to transform basically online fitness industry and introduce this two-way communication to all the platforms and to make this uh, ubiquitous thing actually
0: i love it man and and now that you were relating this this uh this idea or how it came about i just thought about really the value of coaches um i don't know for you but at least for me like i seriously like whenever i hit the gym the 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 words of the coach and the guidance and even his face is so present in my head when I am working out, when I'm lifting weights, you know, and and quotes that he said or or things that he said to make me remem- remember and execute my exercises better. They're always like replaying in my mind, like it's crazy, like how how visual or like how how present he stays in your mind. And so I believe that it's it's so valuable because you like since. Since it's something that you do often and it's, it's something that you practice to improve your health, right? Uh, wh- whatever you can't measure, you can't improve. So we're going to talk about that uh, in a minute. But um, the whole idea of how exactly lo- like you, you improve... Those things are like things you remember, right? It's like learning. It's like learning how, you know, new skills, how to, you know, become a better writer or become a better speaker. It's things that you remember to execute while you practice, I believe. So, so for, for coaches, at least in my head, they, they play like this in very, very important role. And I think that you guys are really just uh, being able to distribute that idea of a coach that it's not only present on the actual teams, but it, that you can actually have them while you're practicing uh, at home, and and that's why I'm I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Um, in terms of technology, right? Because words get thrown around, machine learning, AI, software. Um, it could it could get really complicated for someone to understand like what exactly is going on, right? So I understand that probably. Um, there needs to be some, some type of video recognition or uh, camera that is looking at you while you work out. Would you mind explaining how exactly does it work for, for maybe those the, uh, listening that are not an experts on technology or that have not a very solid background as yours in, in software? Would you mind explaining like how exactly uh, does it work in terms of like the logical elements, like one two three like the program looks at you it runs and then does why can you mind you do you mind explaining maybe one or two minutes how exactly does it work
1: yes sure sure um so on on our side uh, we uh, well focus uh, we have basically one focus to develop uh, artificial intelligence powered uh, uh virtual trainer technology so then this library uh, is integrated into online fitness platforms. Um, and uh, when, whenever it integ- it, uh, it is integrated, it just captures uh, using uh, devices, video camera, uh, how you are performing uh, the exercise. Um, sends, uh, sends that's data to, to our library, our library processes and outputs uh, basically uh, metrics, uh, engagement, like power output um, in in our case, then also evaluates uh, based on knowledge base. uh, How are you performing? Uh, Maybe you are doing some uh, some things incorrectly. Uh, Some calculates as well, uh, some performance scores. So all of that actually uh, happens under the hood. Uh, Speaking about the steps. So yeah, first of all, (laughs) Magic uh, number one step uh, is from video, you just uh, get uh, some coordinates uh, of, of key body positions. Um, and, and then uh, step number two, you then uh, do all, all of the calculations. So basically, just two steps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I, th- I feel like, you know, as, as we were talking about, well, you can't measure, you can't improve. So are you continuously collecting data on how this person is performing or you're not really trying to improve his performance? You're just trying to, um, well, maybe this is hard to explain, but you're not trying to get him better, but you're, you're just trying to have him not go worse like to go down on his performance. You know what I'm trying to say? Is this like, I'm not sure if it's clear, but um, it is that I, I just mm-hmm. want you to stay at least on a, on, a, on a level that you're not doing it wrong. But I'm not like it, it's not really necessary uh, that I'm going to tell you how, how how to become faster or stronger. Not sure if that's the uh, like, that's why I want to ask you if, if that makes sense.
1: Um. Yes, that, that definitely makes sense. So uh... First is uh, to, to avoid uh, doing incorrectly things. So that's, uh, that's plan minimum. Um, then uh, improvements, possible improvements, uh, how actually, actually that person can improve or maybe how that person can uh, change uh, uh, his heart training routine uh, to, uh, that, that, uh, that would be better accommodating uh, for, for, for that person. Uh, that's the next step. And uh, for for that one uh, we we need uh, permissions uh, to be able to track historical data for a person so that's that's basically an additional feature uh, that that we can turn on for uh, for interested uh, customers but uh, it's it's not in this basic set so to say
0: I see I see and of course like for, for, for a platform like yours, I'd suppose that, um, Growing means just partnering up with more and more uh, online fitness platforms. Um, but how 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 do you stand in terms of like how much funding do you do you see needing yourself uh, for for implementing in in so many different platforms or uh, the strategy in your mind to scale this platform? Like if you want to talk about what you you guys have been doing to grow and and be known. In different, you know, platforms or different countries, um, what the strategy has been, and then what the strategy is uh, moving forward.
1: Um, yeah, so uh, now we are actually communicating uh, mainly via LinkedIn, uh, maintaining uh, uh, some 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 connections, nurturing connections with online fitness platforms owners there uh, to be able to understand their needs, uh, also their plans regarding their uh, development roadmaps, uh, how how they see their future. Uh, So basically, uh, by doing so, we have already uh, three uh, pilots for 2022, uh, companies that that are interested to to run. Uh, We will continue further that activity uh, in, in, in 2022. Regarding, uh, regarding funding basically, so well up to this point, uh, we, we got uh, some investments from European Innovation Institute from uh, University of Edinburgh um, that, uh, that enables us to run now. <laughs> but uh, naturally we're looking also for uh, next round uh, around uh, half a million. Of euros, uh, that's that's the amount that we're looking for, um, basically to to well to, to be able to onboard uh, for long term already first uh, three to five uh, customers.
0: And one thing that so that's and one thing that mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned a lot uh, or what I found a lot about VDA is that it, it is really seamless. How easy it can be integrated into any platform, right? That that is. Just, just probably takes one or two days. Um, you, you mind talking about how, how, how that really gives you an edge uh, against competitors, or how that really marks a difference between um, how people out there or companies out there, maybe someone listening has, you know, a platform online and uh, and and is providing online fitness classes and is thinking about you guys. Why that is a very important thing that he should remember and know that is just as seamless as possible and that it's not going to require uh, much of mental hassle for 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 him for those vendors.
1: Um. Yeah. So from from the integration perspective, uh, we basically uh, want uh, want to take uh, all all the hassle on ourselves uh, here. So. Uh, that, that's why uh, our API is, is the simplest possible and and just uh, uh, keeps a few things like start training uh, and and that's it and and tracking starts so uh, we do all all the rest all this magic happens on our side um, and uh, then we also uh, provide some uh, basic uh, basic tools uh, that, that our customers can use uh, to communicate with their end users. So uh, for example, uh, voice module uh, for feedback communication. That's one thing uh, that uh, can enable this uh, seamless, seamless integration. Uh, yeah, naturally in, in case a uh, customer wants something more sophisticated, Um, yeah, then, then that might take longer, but in most of the cases, uh, we provide everything that that's needed.
0: That's great. That's, that's, I mean, I feel like that's a really great advantage. Um, and I'm curious, like what are, what have been like some of the like pushback reasons or motives that say investors or other founders or, um, other companies have come to you and said, or things that, um that they say that it worries them about your platform and about the project that you you wanna maybe explain to them here so that they don't come and ask you a hundred times. You know, you can be like, yo, go listen to the halftime snacks. I explained that over <laughs> there. So what are some of the like pushback reasons or um, or, or uh, w- worries that uh, founders or investors have about your platform that but that they shouldn't really worry?
1: Um, well, uh, basically probably we are coming. That's, that's the main thing, <laughs> uh, to, to, mention here, um, that, uh, well, uh, we have foundations, uh, to, uh, to add, uh, exercises, new exercises quickly. And, uh, one also common thing maybe was, uh, that, well, uh, that, that is just uh, post estimation uh, and uh, well, and it can be done just using some uh, open source libraries. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, here I can just uh, say that all the things that we are doing and, uh, and developing here are on top of, of that uh, simple post estimation. So basically, all uh, virtual trainer functionality, that's, uh, that's something extra action.
0: Yeah, and I will, I will also say that, I mean, in my mind, many people might not be believing that um, the whole hybrid model of connected fitness and traditional gyms and social fitness is going to happen. Um, so, But I, w- I would say that, you know, they, they, they mostly have to believe that it will, uh, mostly because also the pandemic influenced how we work out, how we interact with to- with each other, how we you know uh, are present in some social interactions. So I believe that it will stay. Um, but yeah, uh, do you have any other uh, other? Maybe?
1: I, 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 yes, and also I can add here that well, on our side we firmly believe that in three five, three to five years, uh, online fitness platforms uh, to stay competitive. Uh, they will need this two-way communication because that will be a common thing, actually, among uh, platforms. And now maybe by by some of the platforms, it is seemed like extra premium feature. Um, But uh, in three to five years, uh, probably that experience with online fitness will be a lot better uh, for end users. And that will be just, just a basic thing, basically
0: i love it i love it i agree with you 100 percent, and i i see it happening uh probably i already see it now with the, the, the so many different like um platforms like there's already fitness plus on apple which it connects to your apple watch and to your phone so you're watching classes and and you're getting personalized feedback at the same time so it already it's already happening it's already here we're not talking about the future we're talking about the present or maybe even the past maybe this is already something that is in the past so if you're a you know online fitness platform pro- provider that you don't have fit ai you're already in the past you know so <laughs> so there you go um make sure you reach out to darius uh for for more information about this product more information about how you can implement it on your platform there is many this has been so fun uh, and we've learned so much about you uh the halftime snacks is also a place where we you know get to know the founders and the people driving the industry um, more closely so the personal question that i prepared for you is what's the best advice that someone has ever given to you in your life
1: um yeah, so probably the best thing is uh, to not uh, worry about uh, well uh, others what what others uh, will think about you. Um, just just go ahead uh, try and and be focused on your thing.
0: Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoy this episode, hit the subscribe button and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Tech Biz newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. See you all next week. Bye bye.